0: In this episode, an agoraphobic woman inspiring virtual travel, a couple forced into a long distance relationship, and a sight for sore eyes in India.
1: Welcome to the new daily War Nomads podcast. We'll be keeping you up to date with travel alerts, information about coronavirus, and sharing some uplifting news and views to inspire you and keep you smiling.
0: Hi, it's Kim and Phil with you sharing Amy's story of Love Interrupted and the latest headlines around travel and COVID-19. Phil, kick it off.
1: Look, we know the hotel industry has taken a massive hit with figures just released showing nearly 80% of hotels in the US are empty. But we did hear in a podcast one of the episodes earlier this week when uh, travel resumes, hotels are expected to bounce back quickly with business travel kicking off first. And uh, and the other thing as well, if I got this right, he was saying that uh, hotels will probably kick off first because people are worried about cleanliness so they're going to avoid airbnbs for a while
0: yeah zoran from croatia yes. was um, predicting that
1: all right in madagascar local officials have announced stranded travelers will be allowed to return to their cities of origin via the national bush taxi service you know those buses packed with people and produce that go from one city <laughs> to the other what could possibly go wrong there <laughs> that's better than nothing <laughs> okay okay and look uh, commercial hand sanitizers are running dry in the u.s and europe But people in Turkey are turning to their traditional fragrance, cologne. I suppose that's where the word cologne comes from. Yes, it is. Correct. There you go. Well Uh done. Uh, It's sprinkled on guests' hands as they enter homes and hotels and after you finish meals, et cetera. But it's ethanol-based and with a really high alcohol content. It kills more than 80% of germs and probably comes in handy if you're in isolation and can't get to the shop.
0: I love that kind of thinking, Phil. And just on sanitation, a chat next week about the importance of hand washing with a guy who founded a company that recycles hotel soap to distribute to poor communities. What else have you got?
1: A site for sore eyes in India, as we mentioned at the top of the show. Because of the lockdown, there's been a dramatic drop in air pollution. And for the first time in 30 years, villages and towns in India, which are up to like 200 kilometres away from the Himalayas, can see the mountains. Wow. It's fantastic. There are kids there, well, adults, who've never seen them. They're like going... All right, didn't realise they were that close and so fantastic. That's amazing. And in just a short time, seeing the, the planet yeah. recover like that. It's incredible. Another one that we'll share uh, in show notes from CNN, it's about Jackie Kenny, who has agoraphobia, which makes going outside, let alone travelling, extremely tough. But she has an Instagram account the agrophobic traveler and she's uploading her experiences traveling the world from her own home thanks to Google Street View. Great idea.
0: Love it. There's some armchair inspo for you. Now Amy and her partner of six years, thank you by the way, are using WhatsApp to keep in touch after they were forced apart when the pandemic hit
2: and are now in different countries. <laughs> So we were living as house sitters, uh, international house sitters, uh, which is when um, we look after people's houses and pets for when they go away on holiday. So we use this as a way of slow traveling, which we really love. So we'd been, uh, we started in England and we were in France, then Switzerland, Ireland, US and then Canada. And we were in we, when it started, we were in Quebec City, and it was hitting the news, and my partner followed it quite closely, so we were, I was aware of everything that was going on, and I think uh, I've since found out that Quebec is quite, um, quite badly hit at the moment, and we left there at the beginning of March onto a house sit in Toronto, and we were in a suburb of Toronto, and that's when things really started amping up. We were there for about 10 days. The Canadian government was urging citizens to return back home, not to travel overseas. And then the inevitable happened. Uh, The homeowners told us that they were coming back per this guidance. So this was, um, I've written down a timeline because it's so crazy, a lot happened. So this was Saturday, the 14th of March. We got this information from the homeowners. And then our next, we had two more house sits after that. Our next one got cancelled as well. At this point, we're thinking, right, neither of us lives in Canada. The, the border might very well close and flights might get stopped. We might essentially be stuck in a country that we don't live in with nowhere to stay. You know, it, within 24 hours, we made the very, very fast, but very difficult decision to leave, but to both go to our respective countries. We're not married. Um, We had just been in the US and I I get 90 days there. And um, I think I had been there for 86 of those 90 days. So, and and going to Canada doesn't count as as leaving properly. So I couldn't, I was pretty sure if I tried to get back in, they wouldn't let me with, you know, four days left. We also decided because I have healthcare here, he has healthcare there. We just thought, right, we've we've got to split up. This has got to be it. So I booked a flight. Uh, my flight was Tuesday night and he booked land travel because we'd seen pictures of airports in the US, you know, Chicago airport. And we just thought, no, it's absolutely crazy. And luckily he's from upstate New York. So he got land travel for Wednesday morning from Toronto to Buffalo. And then his parents were picking up him up from Buffalo to Albany. Um, so I fly Tuesday night. We say we part ways. We say goodbye. Not knowing how long we're going to be saying goodbye for when we're going to see each other again, and then um wh- I land Wednesday morning on the eighteenth in Gatwick, and I stayed with my brother so meanwhile um Jordan's bus is Wednesday morning from Toronto to Buffalo, and you know I'm keeping contact with him, texting him, saying what's going on and you know he's meanwhile we're following the news my me and my brother and my sister-in-law And I think there was an announcement on Wednesday, the 18th, saying that the border is going to close between the US and Canada. I'm thinking, oh, my God, you know, he's he's on his way. What's going to happen? And um, and then an hour later, my brother went, oh, it's closed. And I'm texting him saying, what's happening? Where are you? Have you got it across? And he had he'd made it across very, very dramatic. I'm sure he would have made it anyway because he's a US citizen. But it was just it just felt like. It was surreal it was so surreal and he said that it was like ghost towns he was just going through ghost towns and there were about six people on the bus with him there was just no one you know traveling through um he got to buffalo stayed overnight wednesday night and then thursday night his parents bless him (laughs) drove um i think four or five hours from albany to buffalo to pick him up take him back home to avoid more you know, public transport and potential cont- contamination. So, um, yeah, it's it's difficult. Yeah, he he made it, they made it. Um, but then I was, um, so I was in London and then I'd heard rumours about potential lockdown in England. Or oh, I think just London were the rumours that London was going to go under lockdown. I, I don't live in London. I, um, I'm from the Northeast. So I thought, right, I've got to get back home. I was going to go... And stay with my parents but my parents are both over 70 and I just thought that would be really irresponsible of me to you know travel this amount and then just go and stay with them you know god knows how many people I've been in contact with. Currently I am isolating with my friend who lives right around the corner and was um, nice enough to take me in. Jordan's with his parents and that's where we are. (laughs) Um, At the moment because we live such an unusual lifestyle where we were both um, working remotely, living as house sitters. Uh, And we're on the road all the time. So it was basically what everyone's going through right now where you're with your partner 24 seven. That's what we were doing for about 15 months. Kind of nice to have a little time apart, but I'm sure, you know, in about a month's time, it's gonna be, uh, what's gonna happen? What are we gonna do? She loves you, Jordan.
0: (laughs) So <laughs> tough. And, of course, that whole house-sitting community has been affected too.
1: Yeah, there's somebody uh, at uh, World Nomads headquarters in Sydney who has been living in house-sitting accommodation for years and she's looking for somewhere to stay right now. But anyway, look, a bit of news on the podcast itself. From next week, we won't be going daily anymore, but we will be doing two podcasts a week and still listening to your stories about living in isolation but also concentrating on the future of travel as uh, coronavirus hopefully begins to leave us so uh, look forward to those new episodes kim
0: yeah and they'll be a little longer too so if you have a story to share email podcast at worldnomads.com stay safe Bye. bye the world nomads podcast explore your
2: boundaries